Good morning, grace and peace. It is good to be back one more Sunday to share God's word. Today we'll be looking the message from Luke chapter 1, verses 25 through 46. Luke chapter 1, verses 25 through 46. And we'll be looking at the announcement of Jesus' birth. Now there are some similarities between last week's lesson when God sent Gabriel to bring a message to Zechariah and this week we're going to look that God sent the same angel to bring a message to Mary. Now I was a little curious as to why when Zechariah doubted he suffered a little punishment. The Lord said until the baby was born, John the Baptist, he would not be able to speak. Now picture a priest, a leader in the religious community not being able to speak for over nine months. But he learned his lesson. Why did God do that? And when Mary expressed surprise, she was not punished likewise. As I began to look, I saw that Zechariah for many years had been praying asking God for a son. Now he was old in age and God decided now was the time to answer his prayer. And he doubted, he doubted. Mary did not doubt. She showed curiosity. She said, I know how babies are born. So angel tell me, how is that going to happen? And the angel then clarified that she was going to have a baby as a virgin that God through the Holy Spirit was going to come unto her and she was going to be uh, become pregnant that way. So Luke was a doctor and uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to him to write what we're going to read today. Luke chapter 1 verse 25 says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Now I don't know where Mary was when the angel appeared. She was outside, inside. She was sleeping. She was talking to someone. She was alone. But I know that suddenly an angel appeared. Now sometimes we're in a room at the house and the person walks in and we become startled and we jump. Sometimes we're sleeping and someone touches us and we jump, we're afraid. While Mary had a natural reason to be afraid, all of a sudden a being appears, someone she didn't recognize. And that angel says, greetings. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly Trouble, verse 29, at these words, and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. 
But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. The angel did not ask, what is your name? He knew her name, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. Another similarity. The angel told Zechariah the name he should call the son, John. And here God says to Mary, you should call your son's name, give him the name Jesus, Joshua, Savior. Matthew 1 21 says, And she shall bring forth a son, and you call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. Savior. Now, to be a savior, you gotta save somebody from something. And when the Bible uses the word savior, it's referring to the one who has come who's going to forgive, pardon, reconcile, restore, give them a new spirit, a new nature, write their name in the book of life, give them eternal life, Savior. All we need a Savior. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It goes on to say the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. It goes on to say whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. To be saved from sin, from punishment, the consequences of sin. You are going to have a son and he's going to be the Savior, the Messiah, the Joshua. Promise all through the Old Testament, beginning Genesis chapter 3, verses 15. Mary, you are going to be his mother. And Mary responded and said to the angel, He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Wow. And Mary says, now she did not doubt. She asked a question. How will this be? Scholars tell us that Mary was between the age of 13 and 16. She was a virgin. She was engaged to be married to a man older than she was named Joseph. And she said, how can this be that I'm going to have a baby since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, the angel went on to say, your relative is going to have a child in her old age. This is the God of miracle, Mary. Your relative Elizabeth is going to have a baby. And she who was said to be unable to conceive, she's already six months pregnant. 
For no word from God will ever fail. What God says, he accomplishes. And she said, I am the Lord's servant. She did not doubt. I'm here to serve him. My number one purpose in life is to please, adore, obey my Savior. I am my Lord's servant, said Mary. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Now, Mary went after that to see Elizabeth. Maybe the situation in her house, people were critical when they saw that she began to appear pregnant. So she went to see Elizabeth. When she got there, Elizabeth was six months pregnant already. She entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby in Elizabeth, John the Baptist, leaped in the womb. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Wow, how beautiful. The Holy Spirit anointed Elizabeth. When she only heard Mary's voice, she was filled with joy. She praised God that she complimented Mary for being blessed, chosen of God for this mission. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. This reminds me of the song which Hannah sang in 1 Samuel chapter 2. 1 Samuel chapter 2. And when Hannah, who couldn't have a baby, became pregnant, she sang, There is no one holy like the Lord. And Mary looked at Elizabeth. She raised her hand and she began to praise God. Verses 46 of chapter 1 says this beautiful song Mary sang to God. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and to his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestor. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months, and then she returned home. Now, speculation on my part, I think Mary stayed with Elizabeth because they gave each other company. 
they shared a miracle together. While people outside were criticizing, not understanding, they understood. They sang many songs like this, praising God. They knew their Savior was here, was here. Now, John the Baptist was born, he grew, and he went on ministering throughout Galilee and the region, preaching repentance, and many people came to know God. Many people came to repentance, but he was talking about the one who was to come, Jesus. And then came the day that John was baptizing people in the waters, and Jesus approached. He didn't feel jealous. He was true to his mission. And he heard the voice of God come down from heaven and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes the sins of the world, the Savior, Joshua. John said, He must increase and I must decrease. His goal was to lift Jesus up, because if we lift Jesus up, he'll draw people to him. May you and I be the kind of believers who are grateful, who give God the glory for good things that happens in, in our lives. We share with people how good God is, because as we lift him up, it is his job. He will draw. May you and I be able to sing in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, demons will have to flee. Tell me who can stand before us when we call on that great name. Jesus, 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 precious Jesus, we have the victory. I think of another hymn that I would invite Mary to sing along. I would say, Mary, join us as we sing another hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. We are afraid of revising our lives, seeing the situation we are at. But we need to review and realize Christ is the answer. Christ is the Savior. He can forgive, he can pardon, he can restore, he can reconcile. And because of that, we have peace. Peace comes when we know in our hearts we're forgiven. When we hear the word of God say to us, there is therefore now no condemnation for you who are in Christ Jesus. Peace, I'm forgiven. Peace, because he promised of his sin he'll remember no more. Peace because he was resurrected. He didn't stay dead. He resurrected. Peace because my Savior is alive. Peace because my Savior went to heaven. Peace 
Because Jesus said, I will come again and receive you unto myself, so that where I am, you can be there also. I will not leave you orphans. He gave us the Holy Spirit. The peace of God be with you.